Professor Robert Langdon gazed up at the forty-foot-tall dog sitting in the plaza. The animal's fur was a living carpet of grass and fragrant flowers. I'm trying to love you, he thought. I truly am. Langdon pondered the creature a bit longer, and then continued along a suspended walkway, descending a sprawling terrace of stairs. At the bottom of the stairs, Langdon jolted to a stop, staring at a massive object that loomed ahead. A towering black widow spider rose before him, its slender iron legs supporting a bulbous body at least thirty feet in the air. On the spider's underbelly hung a wire mesh egg sac filled with glass orbs. Her name is Maman, a voice said. Langdon lowered his gaze and saw a slender man standing beneath the spider. He wore a black brocade sherwani and had an almost comical curling Salvador Dali mustache. My name is Fernando, he continued, and I'm here to welcome you to the museum. The man perused a collection of name tags on a table before him. May I have your name, please? Certainly. Robert Langdon. The man's eyes shot back up. Ah, I am so sorry, I did not recognize you, sir. And he found Langdon's name tag and applied it. I barely recognize myself, Langdon thought, advancing stiffly in his white bow tie, black tails, and white waistcoat. The invitation specified black and white, and Langdon's classic tales were almost thirty years old. But thanks to his faithful daily regimen of swimming laps, the outfit still fit him fairly well. In Langdon's haste to pack, he had grabbed the wrong hanging bag from his closet, leaving his usual tuxedo behind. It's an honor to meet you, sir, the mustached man said. No doubt you've visited us before? Langdon gazed through the spider's legs at the glistening building before them. Actually, I'm embarrassed to say I've never been. I'm more of a classicist, Langdon replied. I do better with da Vinci than with de Kooning. But da Vinci and de Kooning are so similar. Langdon smiled patiently. Then I clearly have a bit to learn about de Kooning. Well, you've come to the right place. The man swung his arm toward the massive building. In this museum, you will find one of the finest collections of modern art on earth. I do hope you enjoy. I intend to, Langdon replied. I only wish I knew why I'm here. You and everyone else, the man laughed merrily, shaking his head. Not even the museum staff knows what's happening. There are several hundred guests inside, many famous faces, and nobody has any idea what's on the agenda tonight. Now Langdon grinned. Very few hosts on earth would have the bravado to send out last-minute invitations that essentially read, Saturday night. Be there. Trust me. Langdon walked out from beneath the spider and continued along the pathway, glancing up at an enormous red banner that billowed overhead. An evening with Edmund Kirsch. Some twenty years ago, young Eddie Kirsch had been one of Langdon's first students at Harvard University, a mop-haired computer geek whose interest in codes had led him to Langdon's freshman seminar. Codes, ciphers, and the language of symbols. The sophistication of Kirsch's intellect had impressed Langdon deeply, 
And although Kirsch eventually abandoned the dusty world of semiotics for the shining promise of computers, he and Langdon had developed a student-teacher bond that had kept them in contact over the past two decades since Kirsch's graduation. Today, Edmund Kirsch was a world-renowned maverick, a billionaire computer scientist, futurist, inventor, and entrepreneur. The 40-year-old had fathered an astounding array of advanced technologies, and his accurate predictions about future scientific breakthroughs had created a mystical aura around the man. For the past few years, Kirsch had lived primarily in Spain, attributing his choice to an ongoing love affair with the country's old-world charm, avant-garde architecture, eccentric gin bars, and perfect weather. Once a year, when Kirsch returned to Cambridge to speak at the MIT Media Lab, Langdon would join him for a meal. Their conversations were never about technology. All Kirsch ever wanted to discuss with Langdon was the arts.